0: and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the four keeps origin part one today is june 14th 2021 and you are are loved and that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games if this is your first time joining us you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the vods of each of the games that we have played up until this point including full playthroughs of curse of strahd ghost of salt marsh water dragon heist tomb of annihilation tyrant security and starting this week we will also be adding our masks the green sun campaign to that list of completed campaigns as well so look forward to that you can also find us anywhere audio casts are made available for free. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, you can feel free to join us once again at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. But if you already support us on Twitch, you already support us on Patreon and YouTube and all of those other wonderful places, and that was terrifying, something just unplugged and replugged itself back in so I hope that nothing changes you can find us at uh, indooradventure.redbubble.com we got t-shirts we got posters we got mugs we got crop tops throw pillows shower curtains aprons clocks more merch that's on the way and we also have tia masks that's right we have masks with the symbol of tia mat upon them designed by our very own cyberwolf 1201 where all of the proceeds end up going to help support doctors without borders so if you would like to help support the show or possibly help a or, uh, help support a good cause you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com that is indooradventure, adventure no s at the end.redbubble.com but that is it for my opening spiel so hey rj who you playing today Hey everybody, I'm RJ. Today I'll be playing Kalen the Shatterkai Wizard.
1: We're both he-him.
2: Hi, I'm LB Hackamup, and I'm going to be playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter.
1: Oi,
3: I play Arshan, the Illyrian Draconian Dragonborn Ranger and Cleric who uses he-him pronouns. I'm Cyber. Happy Pride, everybody. I'm asexual, but still more of a hero than Batman, apparently. (laughs) And uh, I use he or any pronouns.
2: Hey everybody, I'm you know Wings- what? Nope, go on. No, no, no.
0: That's the right. in the courtyard! Let's do that!
4: <laughs> okay. Hi everybody, I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. I'm playing as Coriander the elegant Paladin, who uses she, they, and he pronouns.
0: That's the end of my spiel. <laughs> And I am the Adora adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. Just before we even get into it, Connor, this new new debate has given a whole new meaning to not all heroes wear capes. I'm just saying. So. (laughs) 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 So, last we left off. You guys had been going up against the forces of Caius once again, a worm-like entity, and when we say worm-like we mean an entity comprised entirely of worms, that had decided that they were going to begin uh, a point of invasion out of the floating city of Vascor. It was late in the evening, and you had all seen a beam of red energy jutting up from the center of the floating city directly to the moon itself. Uh, At this point, you prayed for Tiamat's aid, and the dragon goddess answered, offering you the boon of a shadow dragon as a means of transport, allowing all of you to make your way out Uh, to the city itself. When you arrived, it had appeared that all hell had broken loose. But as the dragon landed, Calum, with a quick fly spell on you and your friends, uh, as well as the ability that Arjan has to fly with his big old dang wingies, you were all able to just directly bypass the lower city and go up to the top level, where you once again encountered Caius, or at least an aspect thereof. It was at that point that Kalem turned into a giant sperm whale in the middle of the fight, and using a big old whale tail, decided to slap down on a big magic jemmy. Uh, a magic jemmy that Gwen proceeded to assist in uh, destroying, as well as uh, Corey lending the aid with a few-handed lightning bolts. Together, the three of you were able to shatter this magic jemmy that was responsible for a portal to the unknown. Uh, however... This large gemmy was helping keep the floating city afloat, uh, which was kind of important for the city itself, uh, as the city that you were on, this floating aspect, began to fall directly down to the lower city itself. Escaping, again, through some handy flying maneuvers, Uh, you four were able to escape, putting a stop to Caius's invasion, but as you looked down, you saw that the city was in ruins. You then spent the better part of the evening making sure that... any civ that you were able to find uh, the civilians that you could um and you found out a little bit more about Vaskor's defense mechanisms uh and how they attempted to fight off Caius to some uh avail using demons and devils to kind of assist them in the whole process but again uh it kind of worked mostly in part thanks to you all uh at that point you decided uh or were debating whether or not you needed to track down the re- uh any of the remaining mithilars if there were any or if there were still the forces of caius still in the countryside when you contacted Alindra Stonemantle, stone mantle archmage of uh archmage of aldera and As she teleported over, meeting you at the Mage College, uh, you asked if she could redo her spell, the one that uh, she had previously done to track Caius, a kind of augmented mind spike. Uh, A spell typically used to track one individual, but as Caius is of one mind but many bodies, the spell does indeed work slightly differently. As, uh, and that is where we are picking up, with her uh, using this augmented mind spike that involved a hammer, a nail, and a locket in which you encased a worm of Caius. Uh, As she nails through this locket uh, with the hammer, blood begins to drip down onto a map of the countryside, and as it splatters down, you can see that... The blood doesn't go to most any of the places that you had seen it previously. Uh, before, the kind of danger areas were Shroudport. Uh, and that was mostly as the remains of the uh, worm-like entities that you had not slain. Thankfully, the blood does not go to Shroudport. Previously, there had been blood near the Dragon Forge. It does not go there it does not go to the hollowed locks uh it just seems to kind of still be on um on the city of vascor itself Uh, however you can see that there is not as much here so from what alindra is able to divine uh it looks like caius for the most part is not really on this countryside anymore
1: Great. So is that it? For the time being, I guess. Archmage. Should we
2: check? Sorry, Sorry should we check on uh, Alira? Nope. R- a Lyra? Nope. Hold rask. on. Nope. Not a rask. Moon Lady. Elastray? Elastray. Wasn't she supposed to stop this from getting here?
1: My guess is that whatever Kaius did to the missile made a back door. Can't potentially stop that. Maybe can... we should get... Yeah. We should yeah. still
3: probably figure out what happened to the moon, though.
1: Yeah, I could talk to Olivia tomorrow. Arjan, uh, Arjan, one of the students here told me that the mages had fashioned some sort of mechanical creature that would have helped combat Caius. Would you mind taking a look at that? I could, yeah. And I'll give him the location <clears throat> that was told to me. Um,
3: I guess before I go any further, uh, do any of you know how defensible this place is against uh Fiendish forces. If I try to get my devil
4: artificer in here, is she going to be violently expelled? Ah sorry that um that had different connotations. Um I could ask around
0: The two high-ranking mages that you have next to you, being Alindra and the Grand Archivist Skoviskin, uh, Alira, or uh, Alindra sort of looks at this Warforged uh, that is next to her, uh, and the Warforged sort of, like, makes a harumph-style uh, noise and sort of, like, clacks his staff onto uh, the ground next to you and says, We don't really have... Many wards for uh, demons and devils alike. They are useful in times of need should they stay under control. If you have contacts in the hells or the abyss, uh, just please um, be understanding of the situation. You said they are an artificer yes uh, then i see no issue bringing them here
3: all right uh and uh i will go to where i've been directed to this uh mechanical creature
0: okay uh it is going to be found in lower city and will take you about 15 minutes to get to um and when you arrive uh at the silver ossuary, it is at this point what looks kind of like a ruined temple uh a lot of th- a lot of things have fallen on this uh but surprisingly, the building stays in relatively good standing um there are obviously like broken spires, pieces of the ceiling have kind of been cracked in um but looking at this uh I would say that. You don't even need to make a religion check to identify uh, what temple this was to. Uh, this was a temple to Gond at one point, uh, who is one of the primary gods of crafting, um, as well as artifice. You've seen this uh, symbol before in places like Surt's Hellier, as well as even during your Bloodhunter training. Uh, there were some individuals that would uh, give praise to God for things like crossbows uh, or alchemical potions, while not the God of Potions himself necessarily, still a God of invention and uh, inspiration. So there is uh, there is some praise had, um, but getting to this place and looking around, Arjan immediately uh, you notice that there are there is a concentration of Warforged here but many seem out of commission this almost seems like it was more of a museum uh than it was a tactical base of sorts and as you are looking around i would like for you to make an investigation check
3: natural 20 for 20.
0: that's great that is fantastic um so as you're looking around uh, you start noticing that parts of this building should have fallen, but they did not. Uh, it looks like against all odds through like the cr- uh, crashing of debris from above, this building stayed in uh, almost like it was uh, protecting something that was held beneath. And as you are looking around you see that against the back wall behind one of these walls that has come crumbling down what looks like a large metallic uh it's almost like a uh like a a sheet of metal with a curve to it um and it, it beyond all reason it looks like a kneecap and as you stare at this large steel kneecap you begin to kind of follow it and you see now that this building this ossuary was actually built around a creature of gargantuan size a massive mechanical construct uh that was hidden in plain sight uh you are guessing uh based off of the um based off of the overall design that it does have a humanoid shape and it does indeed look like it would be a a rather large uh a rather large force in the fight against Caius. Oh.
3: Interesting. And is this just like buried under here?
0: Not necessarily it is now partially buried i would say but more so it has been revealed uh it looks like before it was actually again built into the side walls of this building and as the building sort of fell apart around it there is now just this gargantuan looking metallic creature that is dormant does not seem to have any power uh, within it, but it is sort of like kneeling over, arms extended down, almost prostrated, so uh, creating a barrier for the inner ossuary, for this inner temple.
3: Uh, is there anybody else around, or is Arjun alone
0: here? I would say. I would say at this point you are alone Uh, you see that there are some old like prototype warforged for the Silvered Legion Uh, they look rusted and non-active but they like they seem dormant as well they do not seem active so as far as awake living creatures yes you are the only one.
3: Lord of Invention, I hope you forgive this transgression, but our need is far greater. Bridget, are you available?
0: Um What accent did she have again?
3: Hi, I'm Bridget.
0: Sure thing, boss
3: uh do you have a way to get to my location
0: uh i could probably pull a few strings um uh god i don't even know what the transfer rate would be like in terms of time but seeing a GIF, that still translate yeah and within about five minutes or so there is this like crackling black hole that seems to emerge that billows out a sulfurous smell with heat and then just walking through very proudly but wearing like this almost mechanical harness around her chest uh bridget struts through just oh hey boss uh what did you need me to whoa this place is cool i mean aside from all the all the rubble like is this abandoned Where are your friends?
3: Uh, they are checking in on the situation. This is, (sighs) this is Vasco, and I'll explain what, what had just happened.
0: Oh, that sounds super bad.
3: Um, I've been sent to check in on this, which we hope will be in some sort of usable state in the
0: near future. she kind of like points up and like at the like overall layout of this mechanical construct you want me to take a look at i could i mean, I mean just
3: just to get a, a if you really want me good, to just to get a good sense of like what the effort would be involved in getting it up and running again
0: uh and you can see that like one of uh one of her like toe claws is just sort of like clicking against the ground uh in a very um anticipatory uh kind of demeanor and as you say okay like let's kind of look she uh like flaps her wings a little bit um and then just begins uh just immediately like kind of like putting her hands all over this looking around um seeing what this is and just i have you know stone panel foundation we've been building a lot of crazy shit ever since that uh, well ever since cat brought back that weird hell engine it's been wild but i've never seen something this big before like the fact that the fact that all those like mortal folk ended up building this this is kudos to them like big shout out this thing is massive and she uh just begins to pull out like sets of artificer tools uh and just begins inspecting this um after about 15 minutes or so uh She will uh, eventually say, well, I think I found what the problem is as to why it's not turning on. Uh, It looks like you need a key of some sort, like there's like an ignition mechanism to actually activate this thing. Um, I don't... I could try and, 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 and jiggle something in there and hope that it happens and that it fires on, but as far as being able to control it, I'm not sure exactly that I'd be able to do... Just that, immediately.
3: So, as far as you know, there's no actual damage. It's just that we don't have the proper access to it.
0: That, well, yeah. It seems like, all things considered, like, the only reason this building's still standing is because this guy, uh, if he stands up, uh, maybe, I don't know, like, there's a lot of stuff in here that you'd probably want to, like, move out of the way first before you get him to, like, get all scary. Uh, but as far as, uh, as far as doing much of anything, I, I think it's fine. Like, there are some, uh, there are some breaks on it. Like, uh, you can definitely use some repairs, and I know a good repair team, uh, a good pit crew for something like this. Uh, if you need us to, we've been, I mean, I, I've been loving working on the Mechanical Tyrant, don't get me wrong, but, like, a pet project's always nice.
3: I would need to check in with, uh, with the actual owners of this vehicle.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks. I could, if you gave it a flamethrower or, like, some kind of sword, would be really cool. But that's just, uh-huh. that's just throwing it out there. That's throw. that's...
3: Well, I appreciate you looking into it. I will get back to you if your services are needed for this.
0: Of course. Just let me know always on hand until then if there's anything that you need just let me know and she will give you a bow and as she does she puts her hand against like the uh contraption that she had over her chest and you see her press this large button that was on the center uh and as she presses that button she's enveloped in that uh kind of in like those hellish flames that you've seen uh, that you've seen before, that scent of sulfur and she is gone.
3: Uh, Arjan is going to go back to the entrance of uh, of the temple um, and on a desk he's going to just like fiddle around with the little box, uh, push it up to his head or to his face and uh, speak into it and say, Will the owner of the Warforged Colossus please come to the front desk? And that's my scene.
5: <laughs>
0: okay. Then, back in the Mage's College. Uh, Arjan has just departed. Uh, so, Corey, you, Gwen, and Calum uh, are all still here. Um, Elendria has shown that there does not seem to be any presence of Caius here on the uh on the actual like country itself um whether or not that is true for the rest of the countries uh remains to be seen but your local caius uh outbreak seems to have been satiated for the most part ceased um archmage stone mantle and archmage didn't quite get your name And, uh, like, the, um, the Grand Archivist sort of, like, uh, like, starts, like, not knowing how to respond, just, oh, oh, he's not an Archmage, don't be ridiculous. He's just a librarian, and I am, I am more than a librarian, I, I have managed the systems here for hundreds of years. Yes, I'm sure you have. Archmage, Stone helpful.
1: Mantle, and Grand Archivist. I need your counsel on something. Well, it's not like I seem to be going anyplace anytime soon. Uh Calem drops Corvane's notes onto the table, specific, uh, specifically the Soul Severance spell.
0: And Alendra like, gets this very shocked look, and the Grand Archivist also just... <laughs> I have not seen uh, parchment dated in such a fashion for for quite some time. Where did you get this? Uh, yes, where did you get this? Also, where did you get your robe? You weren't wearing that the last time I saw you. both of these items predate the Sundering. And, like, if a Warforged could look surprised uh i would say that like the little like mouth hinge that it has uh that skoviskin has just sort of like ah! or, like hinges down a little bit i'm just ah, ah, my apologies and he like pops his jaw back up and i assume that the two
1: of you know how an elven lifeline works
0: through uh, through a cycle of reincarnation yes my last
1: original uh body was apparently a very high
0: functioning mage well that's interesting do you know which one corvain nightfeather and the grand archivist was, uh, it's, it's surely uh, preposterous you you can't be serious i think he is head librarian, grand
1: archivist. Is it the mask? Is it because you can't see how serious I am underneath the mask?
0: It's not that, it's... Statistical anomalies are hard to accept based off of fact, but uh, we are practitioners of magic. Statistical anomalies are sort of our playground. Hi. Hi. My name is Kalem. I'm a
1: statistical anomaly.
0: Hello, Kalem. I am Linderstone Mantle, but you already knew that.
1: This spell in particular was lost in the plane of negative energy. I stumbled across it doing some things. I want to know how viable it is. Uh... I
0: suppose I could give it a look over. Uh, Just a trip to the negative energy plane? Is this something you do often, Calum? With a wish spell, yeah. Uh, And the Grand Archivist begins to kind of sputter a little bit, and Alindra's eyes get wide and just... It's very powerful magic indeed. Everything work out well. I am assuming you had some success in its usage, based off of these notes. Cam will lower the front of his
1: mask and just give her a very sad look.
0: I see. Well, I can. I am sorry. I can start looking over these notes and see if I can offer any further insight to them. If it is from before the Sundering, uh, you don't find documents like that very often now, do you? He'll lay the rest
1: of Corvain's documentation down. I was only man able to get these from his notebook his notes at the very least were scattered they were burned it's something
0: i may not uh, have the capabilities of dealing with high level magic says uh, apparently you and the Archmage are capable of performing, but if there's one thing that I am good at, it is tracking down information in the halls of the anatheum. Uh, I can help you with this. I will at least do my best. There's not much I am afraid that I will be able to do otherwise. All right.
1: Well, thank you, both of you. I think it's time to take a bit of a rest.
0: I think that would be for the best if you haven't already. And uh, Alindra will look over towards uh, Corey and Gwen when she says this as well. Caleb's going to separate from the group. (sighs) And speaking of Corey and Gwen, what are the two of you doing?
2: Uh, Gwen is going to go out and, um, help, like, clear the city. Okay. She feels real bad about what happened, so she is, uh, That's, in guilt yeah. mode.
0: That's fair. Uh, getting down to the ground, um, it's a hell of a drop, uh, if you don't have somebody to take you down. Uh, if you wanted to, we could say that Arjun like as he was on his way out just sort of like dropped you off uh mm. like on the she has their
2: thunderstep
0: <laughs> thunderstep is for how many feet
2: that's a good question 16. uh that's that is a good question then is that
3: does it affect momentum
0: I was going to say Thunderstep is also, uh, you are roughly about, like, 300 feet 90. above the ground.
2: Yeah, what What I was thinking is Gwen would jump off, and then when she's about 90 feet away, which is what the spell is, she'll Thunderstep down so that she lands on the ground safely.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can definitely do that. Does Thunderstep <laughs> affect momentum? I would say I mean, it
4: yes. Say... It
0: doesn't say you're thinking with portals. <laughs> you don't stop. It's not just a boop, okay. Like, inside lurching, like, you would tumble forward quite significantly. Um, You'd probably take a lot less damage just raging and jumping <laughs> off <laughs> us.
2: I mean, I guess that's true. You could Whatever definitely do, do that.
0: In, Whatever one I take out. less damage with. It would be a rage, so Gwen, if you would like to leap from three hundred and fifty feet up, and then when you are close to the ground, just ah, like (laughs) tiny meteor. Uh, we can see how we can see how much that would do. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Okay. So, thankfully, I turn into a goldfish. Yes. What's the worst (laughs) that could happen? We're gods. She can
4: do like a superhero landing at the bottom mess up her knees it's really
2: right. bad for your knee yeah so, i mean
4: there, there is a maximum amount of fall damage that you can take in this game and you have more hit points than that by now
3: to, to a maximum of 20 d6
0: which after rolling does a grand total of 66 damage and that's before the half
2: dang yeah no she leaves a little crater but that only took about a third of what she had left
0: But she had left, this is after combat, no rest, and you're like, I could jump 200 plus feet, that seems fine. (laughs) All in a day, you guys got coffee, let's do this.
2: Do I scare the shit out of anybody on the ground?
0: Yes. Uh, (laughs) Like, you land, and people are like, Oh my god, more dead bodies! And they go to, like, investigate, and then just, stand aside, citizen, like, dusting yourself off, and, like, they are, like, like, med mage comes over to you like are you okay are you injured at all
2: i mean a little but most of it was from the fight so
0: they are gobsmacked at the fact that they just watched a speck from the sky turn into a person land in a crater and then get up and brush it off but like this is a world of high magic fantasy they're also not really that surprised Mm mm-hmm uh so yeah yeah, if you raged (laughs) yeah if you raged you only took like a total of what 33 points of damage. yeah Yeah, you're fine um (laughs) so yeah go ahead after you fall a ludicrous amount of height uh you are able to dust off your shoulders and then begin getting back to helping out the people of the town um Gwen, as you are in the process of helping out, it's been maybe about 25 minutes, uh, and you hear uh, a call from somewhere uh, off in the wreckage. Uh, It's Arjan's voice. He's asking for the owner of a Warforged Colossus uh, to come and uh, at least come and pick it up, uh, if possible. Seems a little strange, but he has said, odd things uh mm-hmm. throughout your entire time knowing him never have they us- usually they don't turn out terrible so hopefully this is for the best on that one um, yeah
2: she'll uh, she'll move over that way
0: okay uh yeah and Gwen as you are uh as you're helping people out kind of lifting up rubble that sort of thing make a perception check for me
2: oh boy Oh, it's
0: not that bad uh twenty one hey okay, so a twenty one um as you are clearing out more of the rubble from the lower city, uh there aren't nearly as many people that you would expect to be like trapped under buildings um, and it seems like a lot of the things that you're clearing off, like there's no stuff there either. It looks like these are actually like relatively cleaned out uh before anything fell onto the building uh and as Mm -hmm. you're in the process of kind of cleaning up this wreckage you overhear uh from a a group of uh a group of nameless people like they're like not even colored in the background like it's just gray outlines of of humanoids uh that are basically saying that um when they heard the boom, uh, followed by that red beam that was going towards the sky, they just thought, oh, it's typical uh, typical magic bullshit happening at the Wizards College. They didn't really think too much of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But it wasn't until they heard the roar uh, coming from outside of the city that others are saying uh was a dragon that was on its way uh that that was when they actually like had the okay we should probably get the fuck out of this place yeah um but there is a there's like an air of thanks to the roaring dragon sound more so than there than there oh. is like a a bit of thanks going towards like the silvered legion or the wizards like it seems like the thing that really got these people up and out of their homes in time uh, was dragon sound.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, she'll uh, hobble over to um, to Arjan and just say, uh, uh, "You're looking for the owner of a what?"
0: Now,
3: point to the back of the temple.
0: Yeah. And as you point to the back of the temple, Gwen, you see a. Imagine if there was a humanoid sized properly to like wrestle the giant uh, spiky worm that you fought earlier. Like one of those other gargantuan sized purple worm uh, styled things. If there was a humanoid that could wrestle. Uh, now, imagine if that was made of metal. Uh, it is just this large mechanical human shape, uh humanoid shaped construct uh, that is again just sort of like prostrated over the temple that you are currently in and as you're looking up you see like one of the columns that is keeping the building up is not really a column at all uh, as there have been like bits of rubble uh, and like uh, building that have fallen off of the side but it is instead what looks like a forearm and a massive fist that would be like four or five of you like all bundled together would make up the size of this fist
2: gee what is that alive i mean is that like alive
3: It it appears to be a construct
2: holy shit
3: and one that has been here for quite a while um It does not oh. look like it will be functional without a key, which is why I would I am very much interested in finding whoever was running this temple museum thing and uh, requisitioning it if possible.
2: Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah! Oh, hey, I've been uh, asking around. And it sounds like, uh, the dragon really helped to, like, get people out of town, and that's why there weren't as many casualties, so thanks to you, Matt.
3: Thanks to you, Matt.
0: Gwen, as you say this, the, uh, little tyrant security coin that you have that Arjun has given you, like, you feel like a little bit of, like, a reassuring warmth from it, which, the last time that happened, you got kicked in your chest, so, like, at the same time, it's like... Like a quick cover like <laughs> he didn't see it, did he? It's fine, I'm sure. Uh, I could
2: be thankful. I'm not praising them. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, so uh Tiamat seems to respond well to you saying thank you for a thing that that she has done. Um All right. Corey, what we're are gonna you doing?
2: Look f- We're uh, gonna look for the the person who owns this, right? That's okay. what art we're doing. Okay.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, Corey's gonna do as much as she can to help the, uh, survivors. Um, and then she's going to, ooh, did I prepare, uh, Steed? I did. Okay. Uh, she'll summon Ambleforth, uh, and give him a message. Okay. Uh, to her father. Um, do you think that in the time it took for, uh, like during the, you know, the time break, the time break, uh, he could have, he could have finished a, a a particular project, uh, a leggy related
0: project. Yeah, he could have definitely finished a leggy related project.
4: Okay. Um, she's going to send, uh, Ambleforth back, uh, and basically ask for that um and then she's going to take some time to rest after uh being confident that um people are going to be able to re- like are on the path of recovery um she's going to go commune with nature a little bit uh and then i think like thoughtfully she she wants to figure out what's going on with the moon um, and having no connection to a moon god herself, uh, well, th- this is her thought process. It's a shame I don't have a, a connection to a moon god. Uh, and then she realizes, oh shit, Shar is a moon god. Um, and then she starts ruminating on the possibility of accessing resources related to Shar without necessarily asking for permission. Um, she's going to go and meditate for a while, uh, and see if she can basically check on the moon without
0: asking Shar herself. Well, it would be a lot easier if it wasn't daytime.
4: That's fair. This, These are the thoughts that she's having yeah. as she's, uh, wandering about and looking at nature, watching leaves fall from trees and uh (coughs) meditating uh, in the way that elves do yeah
0: uh outside of the city as there is very little in terms of nature left remaining on the inside of the city unless you have like a plant growth spell or something to like summon forth nature in a spot that you are in um, well, I am pleased to announce, uh, yes, indeed, I do have something very much like that. Okay, so yeah, uh, if you would like, you can either create like a mini garden uh, amongst the wreckage of Vaskor, or you can go outside of the city walls uh, and see if there's any like nearby big nature that you can just hang out in. I think,
4: uh, I think a mini garden would actually be uh, welcome here.
0: Okay. Are you doing it like inside of an uh, inside of a abandoned building that has like still breaks and stuff in it, or is it just like you found a spot in the rubble that looks good enough for grass?
4: Um, a, a building that looks like it could possibly be reclaimed. Okay.
0: Um, and I would say that very easily. If you spend this, if you use the spell, that is uh, what that do. I'll say she'll
4: go to, like a, like, a city square of some sort with, like, a fountain and, like, statues and such. Okay. Um, um, and basically go to a place where a statue used to be, stand up on the pedestal and then sit and meditate.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, so roll a religion check.
4: Already. Alrighty. How's about
0: uh 21? Uh, 21. Um, so during your ruminations, during the time that you will be spending thinking about this, um, you know that there effectively, if you already have the ability to do so, if, like, you already have an ability, like, in your spell listings, um, that you would be able to use those abilities without necessarily asking Shar about, like, Hey, buddy, what's the state of the moon right now? Like, if you had an ability that already let you do that versus having to ask her, that's one way to do it. Um, likewise, if you find yourself in a completely illuminated space when you are using her powers it would be difficult for her to listen in as it were but at the same time being in a completely illuminated place sounds difficult when you're trying to gain uh ideas about what's happening at a thing that only shows up at night things to consider yeah she considers this okay uh, we cut away to Gwen and Arjan, as you were calling out for the owner, uh, of a Mechanical Colossus. Um, there is, you're going to end up meeting an individual, uh, an individual that Kalem, uh, had actually met previously by the name of Osmond Lamarck, uh, although he prefers to go by Ozzy, uh, Darker skin, nice long, uh, like, medium-length black hair, uh, more prominent goatee, uh, very kind smile. Uh, Looks like his robes are a little bit torn at this point, as he's kind of, like, he survived uh, the events of the previous day. Uh, But he will make his way uh, to you all. Um, And when you are, uh, I would say you guys, the two of you are probably waiting for about, like, 45 minutes to an hour for somebody to claim ownership uh of this large mechanical titan uh and osmond will say um when he approaches you i am afraid you're going to be waiting for a rather long time the owner of the key that would start the sl43r uh I was with them when the city was falling apart. Uh, we were trying to make our way here um, to actually to to turn it on when a piece of debris ended up falling on my instructor, the key holder. And I'm not exactly sure where the key went after that. There... the mages, we may have made a few mistakes uh, in terms of summoning forth uh, infernals uh, and and abyssals to to help us uh, in our combat. Some of them turned and well, it was either try and get the remains of my instructor or uh, possibly be subject to whatever it was that infernals and abyssals tend to do to frail men like me oh shit sorry for your loss dude sorry It's, um, it's at this point um not really just my loss uh what this creature was well SL43R was supposed to do um, well we figured that if there was that giant worm thing that was on the Eltian Foundation um, in the floating city and then there was all of the little wormies that were uh, doing what they did down here in the lower city if we made well we figured the worms couldn't get to the silvered legion there was nothing for them to inhabit sl-43r is uh, one of the original members of the silvered legion one of the early models a prototype uh so we figured if we just had a really really big one um the silvered legion are meant to uh police mages for the most part they're built with the ability to combat magics themselves Um, so that would have also, we thought, helped out against the demons and devils that had gone a little bit awry. I mean, it
3: it was a good plan, uh, but do you, was the key with you, or with your instructor?
0: The key was with Kelton.
2: Like, on his body?
0: Yes. Wow.
2: All right. Yeah.
0: Um, well, I could show you. We managed to, we did manage to get him out from underneath the rubble, but most of his possessions were already taken.
2: Oh, shit. Don't you have a thing that can, like, tell you where it is?
0: Under normal circumstances, there would be a mage who could do that. I specialized in artifice. Um, Locating objects wasn't really my strong suit.
2: Does anyone else know what it looks like?
0: There's probably a blueprint uh, somewhere, either in- here in the ossuary or in mine's- or in the instructor's workshop. In Keldon's workshop.
5: Uh-huh.
0: Where would those be? The workshop is still up there, thankfully so as we don't have to go picking through that um otherwise um and he motions to the ossuary it might be around here or at least like a replica or something
3: i appreciate it uh there is every chance that something like this may happen again soon
0: yeah that's very reassuring
3: (laughs) which is why it is of the utmost importance that we get every defense
0: ready right
3: uh so yeah i guess we're gonna start looking yeah
0: um and uh ozzy will uh lend his aid to He'll he'll give you aid, Arjan, so you can roll with advantage.
2: What are we rolling?
0: Uh, investigation.
2: Oh boy. boy. Um. I'm, hold on. I'm
0: sorry. Wait.
3: Hold up. Hold up. Let me. Let me just. Let me just take a little. Just just a,
0: just a little for future reference. <clears throat> damn you should do fucking now's the time to buy a lotto ticket that's three
3: so uh, uh. two nat 20s with advantage so that's that's extra that's extra crit
0: your last investigation roll was also a crit that's fucking wild that's crazy but really cool um yeah so uh uh it takes arjan like it takes you no time at all you know how file systems work uh you definitely know like the proper etiquette to how things how things uh should be put away
3: i've worked with a documenter.
0: yes uh you've worked with documenters before um so as you are um i would say it takes maybe like again like 10 minutes tops um most of that time is like looking around seeing that okay these aren't the files that uh that we need uh and then realizing like oh there's a room kind of tucked behind one like the one of the lower leggies of this gwen can you like move the rubble out of the way so that way we can access this room um you were able to get in and very quickly uh very efficiently you are able to actually find the blueprints for the key uh for uh sl43r uh or as it is uh, known in um, in uh, I want to say quick hand, uh, Slayer. Yeah, it's just named Slayer uh, on the actual page itself, um, and it seems like um, it is a difficult key to make. It's not just like a, oh yeah, we can we can do this at like any uh, at the beginning of like any uh, Kroger building like to stick the key and copy it real fast uh this seems like it will be a process to actually recreate a key unless you are able to find the original um but still having a blueprint of it is close enough uh that you would know that if you had a means or method of tracking something down that this would actually be worth or it would work towards at least like your directions
5: Lady, got my path.
3: Now cast locate object.
0: Okay. Um, With my last
3: second level spell.
0: So Uh, if if it is
3: not within a thousand feet, then it gives me nothing.
0: The last the spell lasts for ten minutes, though. It does. Um, So I would say you don't get a. You don't get a direct ping. But you definitely get a, like, arrow pointing off in a direction that's not showing the direct mar- uh, map marker. Um, and you and Gwen together are able to kind of follow along with Osman's, uh, with Osman tagging along, not wanting to just be left in this place by himself. Uh, especially after everything that he's seen. And... As you are getting closer to where the pinging is, uh, Gwen, you see some of these weird, like, bipedal vulture creatures, like, again, with, like, just it looks like stuff like it looks like it's like golden cutlery one has like a teapot uh and they just sort of like look at you and then will fly away but they always seem to be flying into like a a particular direction um and as you and arjan uh reach the location at least near within that thousand feet that you know of you see that it is actually the entrance to an alleyway that is amongst some, uh, like, crushed and destroyed buildings. And there is a hanging sign uh, that looks like it is only hanging by, like, one of its metallic hooks at this point. That says, Welcome to Jinsai Alley, the Alley of Possibility. Um... And these winged creatures uh, seem to have, like, they are also, like, bringing their shinies in that general direction. Uh, Arjan, make a history or an arcana check when you see these creatures. 18. 18. You recognize these creatures as Vrocks. V-R-O-C-K.
3: They are diamonds. Diamonds.
2: Should we kill them?
3: If they're not here by anybody's will, then yes.
2: All right, Gwen pulls her axe out.
3: Okay, I'm I'm looking for my shiny.
0: Yeah. Um. So if you continue down the alleyway, um, are you doing so stealthfully or are you just like brazenly walking forward? Uh, we're like
3: I'm with people, so no, we're just going in.
0: Okay sounds good. I
2: don't stealth that
0: well. Yeah, so you make it down this alleyway and you can see that there were like at least like 30-40 shops that were all along this alley. There was even like second levels that had been made of wood up above uh to help uh supplement a space for more shops. Uh you're guessing uh, as they all have like little boards that would be able to stick up that vendors could sell goodies out of. Um but as you get towards uh, the end of this alley, Arjan uh, like looking forward, as I'm guessing that you're probably the one leading the way here, you can see that there is a a hellish looking creature, uh, almost humanoid in features, that is roughly around 18 feet tall, that is sitting atop a massive pile of gold and it's not just gold coins but it is anything gold related um so again like all of the cutlery that you've seen all of the accoutrement that is made of this substance is all sort of formed into this mound behind this creature who has it looks like used uh some ability or another to kind of warp the stone nearest them into a makeshift throne uh and from where they sit they are wearing very fine um like almost like a fine cloth raiment about them um that has a kind of goldish trim to it but a just dark black inside and the thing that strikes you the most about this creature isn't the long sharp nails that seem to extend from each of their fingers But it is the fact that from their lower jaw up where their nose would be directly above their lips, there is just a vacancy. There is a missing piece where you feel like a puzzle piece for a face should sit, and it is just hollowed. And where that cranium would sit, there is this black smoke that seems to see that seems to be almost trailing out of it, with these twisted ibex horns that seem to come up from the side. And as these rocks come in, the creature extends a hand out, takes this gold, like look like all you feel like it is looking at the thing that is in its hand, though it has no eyes. And there is a small tuft of this black smoke, and the creature smiles with what looks like a almost chiseled split from its lower lip down to its chin. And it smiles with these large pointed teeth, and then makes a motion for the creature to leave before it sets it down into the pile behind it.
2: The fuck is that?
0: Do you want know what the fuck is that? Uh, make a... Again, make an arcana or a history check. 20. A 20. You have heard of creatures like this before, uh, but you have never seen one in person. This is what is known as an Abhorrent Overlord.
3: And what do I know about
0: the Abhorrent Overlords? They have a they have a sense for gold if there is one thing that they love it is golden anything that is all that they want they have a, they have the ability to even sense it its greatest presence within a thousand feet um and typically they are they are demons in a sense But they have more of the sensibility of a devil. Uh, Almost as if there was a corruption point for infernal creatures. That once they've reached this certain spot, they even give up the part of them that existed as a devil to turn themselves into this apparent overlord. Abhorrent. And as... Your group enters this end of the alleyway, and the creature sets its gold back. It pauses, and seems to raise its chin up as if it is smelling something. And you can even see, like the curvatures of its upper, like na- like of its upper lip ridges, moving as if it was sniffing with a nose that is not there. And it turns in your direction. So- Someone has brought an offering. Toads.
3: In common? Yes. More like we've, uh...
0: come for something of yours.
2: We want to trade.
0: And at that, you see, when you say it is, we have come for something of yours, there's like a bit of like a stern look. But Gwen, when you say that you have come to trade, its smile creeps up to the corners of its cheeks. And it says, interesting. What is it that you wish to trade for? I can sense great value amongst you two not so much the one behind i'm not interested in them but you scaled one you have wow oh, hey
2: wow
3: we would like a key
2: a specific key hmm.
0: i have found many keys in my time here perhaps you could describe it for me And Ozzy will describe the key, saying that it is almost triangular in shape, multifaceted, uh, has like, like blue stone veins running through it. Uh, And as he continues to kind of describe it, the creature uh, sort of laughs. Hmm. I do have one of those in my possession, yes. What do you value it at? It must be important if you are willing to do trade.
2: I mean, people trade for food all the time. It's not like they... Anyways. um, You like gold? Hmm.
0: Yes.
2: Cool. And Gwen goes into uh, her pockets and she has still has her mini pocketed uh, outfit on and she like goes into four different pockets and pulls out four gold coins. that is all Gwen has.
0: <laughs> and it makes a hand motion like and.
2: Oh, um, uh, she'll, like, touch her pockets. <laughs> I have, oh, I have, don't I have a bell or something?
0: I've found more in the rubble than you offer me.
2: Uh, I guess that's fair. I have alcohol. Do you like alcohol?
0: I care not for these mortal vices.
2: All oh. right, fair. <laughs> Um I have a mystery kit. Could be anything.
0: I can sense that there is no gold within this.
2: Oh no, no, sorry. That's something about somebody bought my hair. Do you want some of my hair?
0: Will you show us this key? And it levels its hand and you see a puff of black smoke and then that black smoke coalesces into what looks like the key and it just sort of like hovers and floats in a rotating fashion.
3: Is it the actual key or an illusion of the key?
0: You are guessing that it is an illusion of the key um a creature like this most likely would not show you the real thing if they did have it uh based off of the principle that it knows that if you kill it then it would just drop the thing and then job's done it is smart What are your well, that
3: names? Is... well hold on hold on a minute what you just showed us was not the key but an illusion of the key I was here ready to offer its weight in gold for I am sure that that key is not gold but I can't weigh an illusion
0: and it like squints its eyes or it seems to like like you can tell like it is like looking at you in a scrutinizing kind of way
3: and inevitable or is this not
0: to your liking three times the weight of the key three times over and that's hardly fair there are three of you looking to trade
3: But you already said one of us is worthless.
0: Then perhaps you will help him find worth.
3: Show me the key so I can make an accurate assessment.
0: On one condition. What are your names? No. And it seems to sit back in its chair.
3: I have made you an offer. You have made a counter offer. I would like to assess that.
0: And roll a persuasion check.
3: I would like to use my forceful presence.
0: Hell yeah. 20. 20? Okay. And... Modded. The creature... If it had been another natural, I feel like your reaction would have been a lot different. Um, And the creature sort of puts a hand, like one of its large fingers, onto its chin that it just rests there. And... It makes a circle just a lazy circle with its hand in front of it and as it does there is a similar circle that is drawn upon the ground and from what looks like a place of pure shadow you see rising up on a small pedestal like a lazy susan uh kind of thing there is the key uh and there is a barrier around it um that as soon as it reaches its point the barrier dissipates and it says there is your key
3: i would like to approach the key and pick it up
0: you do so And the creature just sort of like steeples its long pointed fingers together and then looks towards you.
3: If I had to estimate how, how many gold coins this thing weighs.
0: You are guessing that it weighs roughly... 15 pounds. Ooh, that's that's a big boy. He's a large key for a very, very large creature. How much does a gold piece weigh? Looking it up.
3: A standard gold coin weighs about a a third of an ounce, so 50 coins weigh a pound. So if 50 weigh a pound, this is about 15 pounds.
0: 50 times 15?
3: 50 times 15, and then he's
1: offering times three.
3: 75? 100? Seven, 750 for its weight in gold. Oh.
1: 2,250. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay.
3: Twice, but no more.
0: Twice, and you will leave me here. I do not wish to cause harm, to cause pain and suffering like my mindless brother in.
3: You are causing me pain and suffering right now.
0: Hmm, But that is the
2: the ideal.
3: I will pull out of the bag of holding my closest estimate of 1,500 pieces of gold. Okay. I will place it on the ground
0: in front of me. Okay. And you see... uh... That the overlord sort of does a circle with his hand again, and a shadowed scale comes up between uh, the uh, between the coins or underneath the coins and on the other side is what looks like another uh empty scoop uh and it says place the key within I do. And you watch as they begin to balance, and they meet, one for one. And the creature smiles and says, You may take your key then. Consider our deal done.
3: Let's get out of here.
2: Yeah, good doing business with, with you, uh, dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Nope, no, no. Call me a Sherik.
2: Okay, we'll shuffle off after Arjan.
0: And it just sort of like gives you like that long goodbye.
2: Uh. I mean, I don't mean to get all up in your shit, but what the fuck was that?
3: A demon. Dang. A demon that acts like a devil. The worst of both worlds.
2: Yeah, shit. Well, I mean, we got the thing now. Can we activate it?
3: It will need some repairs.
2: Uh, who's gonna do that?
0: I can call Bridget.
2: Uh... Oh.
0: I can and Ozzy like raises his hand that he can help. Oh shit, I forgot
2: you were here. You need to speak up more. You just you were very quiet.
0: I'm sorry, there was a thing in there that was awful scary, and I um it didn't have a face. I wasn't exactly prepared for that that part of Mm. it.
3: Oh, I'll hand the key back. Back to him.
0: Okay. Uh and he gives you his thanks. And together the three of you are going back to the ossuary. Yep. Yep. Okay. So as the three of you head back to the ossuary, Corey is in the process of praying to no one in particular, definitely not Shar. Just trying to figure out, you know, how to use Char's powers without like really like giving it giving Shar the credit for it. Uh and Calum, you said that you had just wandered off uh to to be alone to have uh, a little bit of quiet time uh after the events that have transpired today i think that is a good point to go to our break for the evening we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes so don't go to a place unless it's to grab a food grab a drink grab a friend or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com pick yourself up something nice and we'll see you guys shortly all right everybody see you soon we're back
3: because my heart is in Ohio. Oh, That's God. all I had.
0: Ohio's Aww. fake. But you want to know it's not fake? My love and appreciation for everyone at this virtual table.
2: Aww. Thank you all for being here.
0: I love you guys.
2: Bitch, you turned it around? Yeah,
0: what's <laughs> what's that about, huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't want to give you ideas, but one time you should do, like, you should just reverse it and do something instead of <laughs>
0: that's that's the big brain play that's the stonks moment of our campaign i not to give you ideas
4: (laughs) we come back from break during rhyme of the frost maiden i'm scared to death because like there's something inside me that just like knows to expect something and i'm all like it's it's fine nothing's gonna
0: happen and then sometimes it does every once in a while it's usually an advert that's
3: about this isn't it. Us giving you
0: ideas, uh, but man, we are at the bottom of the barrel for these. It's only been like a hundred and forty some odd games yeah, that we've yeah. played. Like the fact that it's gone on this long is very surprising to me. But you want to know what's not surprising? Yeah. We're just gonna start getting really avant garde. Okay,
4: uh, you know what's not surprising?
0: Uh, <laughs> what's the deal with The goddamn food? game. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. We are back to the present. Um, Arjan, you and Gwen are on your way with a key uh, to possibly activate a giant warforged colossus named Slayer. Um, Corey, you are having an aside in your nice little garden that you have formed to yourself and Kalem. Uh You said that you went off by yourself. What does that entail, my dear friend? Finds a nice roof,
1: centers himself... Sits down, criss-cross, crisscross applesauce, and he will use ascending to try and reach out to Amaris.
0: Okay. Um, roll that D100. 91. 91. That's good. <clears throat> the message does um, not get missent.
1: Who the fuck is this? Uh, Amaris, it's Kalem. Are you okay?
0: I'm coming for you soon. Sit tight. And the response that you get back is I'm fine. It's dark. And not and not in the S.H.I.E.L.D. way. I trust you.
1: He's going to send a message to Oliviette using sending. It's Calum. Shit's gone south here. Could you speak with Elastray? Um, she might be in trouble.
0: Calam where is here? Did you see the moon last night? What's going on? I will do my best. Olivia. Fifth level spell slot sending.
1: As succinctly as possible. Caius, <clears throat> Lord of Worms, tried to invade our plane using Moon as portal. We're in Vaskor, right? Yep. Currently in Vaskor. That's
0: one. Should I make my way there, I will let you know what the goddess says. Touches
1: (laughs) the sending uh, token that he has for everyone. Hey, Olivia is asking if she should come by to inform us of what's happening to Elstray.
3: Can she get here quickly?
2: Yes, over. Uh n- not to Arjan's question, to Caleb's question. Over.
0: Imagine, like, you keep, like, but really, like, it's okay if, like, it just keeps going until the message gets cut off.
2: Sorry, Sorry, what what about this big (laughs) ass?
4: There's a noted silence from Corey's, uh, end of the... Line.
2: I'm sorry, I just picture Gwen not understanding how to turn it off. So, like, it just goes until she's done talking 25 words. (laughs)
4: I I wanna say that like um we see the entire conversation from Corey's perspective. She's just sitting there with like her eyes closed trying to uh commune with nature uh and there's just like loud walkie-talkie noise
1: coming from her uh her badge. <laughs> I think it's one of Gwen's friends. No, I don't think they're together.
2: Still, <laughs> so one of the best things that's happened this campaign. <laughs>
1: Final spell slot. Uh, it's Olivia. <laughs> would you be able to get here? Do you need me to pick you up?
0: It would take... 10 days. From where I am. If you pick me up, could you bring my ship? (laughs) I sort of need it.
1: I have an eighth level spell slot. (laughs) use for
0: this message, but... <laughs> I'm going to contact her in the morning. I, I was I waiting sending... for you to be like, I'm out of spells again. I you know, I have faithful. a
4: sending stone. You
0: could use your sending stone.
4: Go use my sending stone. I gave it to you for this very purpose.
1: <sighs> that sending stone. poop Out of spell slots. Could not bring your ship,
0: we'll wait the 10-day. And the response that you get is, it confirms, uh, like an okay. Just, oh, okay, that's all right as well. Oh no! I will see you in 10 days.
1: Caleb thinks nothing's wrong with this, but RJ thinks everything's wrong with this. Cool.
4: Well, you did just use uh, her Corey's, ex's yes, phone. Yes,
1: yep. I know. I used your burner phone to call your ex. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Caleb's going to f- feather fall down. Okay. And... Uh, He's going to find a place where there is a majority of people. And he's going to cast Magnificent Mansion using an 8th level spell slot. Oh, shit. For 24 hours, there is a portal there. And anyone who enters it will be fed
0: up to 100 people. Yeah. Uh, What does your mansion look like? Like, what's the aesthetic of your mansion? It's not quite a mansion, but more of a...
1: Kind of like a log
0: house, but it keeps going. Mm. I love it. I know I'm frowning as a real person because that's so spooky, but I love it. Um, Yeah, your uh, magnificent log cabin is able to fire off without a hitch um place that would be best used for it would probably be near the med mage's tent uh as feeding your medics and making sure that they are well taken care of on top of the people that they are taking care of seems like a good call um so yeah you are able to do this thing do you let your party know that you have this magnificent mansion summoned with what spell slots (laughs) i don't know maybe use your people voice like, find them and be like, hey, I summoned this thing. You've got a oh, yeah.
1: walkie-talkie.
0: It only works once.
1: Oh, ever? It works once per day. Oh. I mean,
4: I guess I knew, not ever.
0: Yeah. Uh, Levi, Levi has described it as Calum's curious cabin. Oh, no! Meets means Lydia's tiny hut. I love it. Uh, so... Uh then back with the uh mechanical crew, Arjun, Hugh and Gwen are able to get back to the ossuary, uh clearing off some of the rubble. Uh are you looking to turn on the construct or are you just like we have the key. Turn it on later. My assumption was that we gave the key to Ozzy. Okay. He does have the key. He's just, like, deferring to you Oh, at this point. You You just did a deal with a devil to get, like, a a weird demon thing to get this for him. A
2: devil. A
0: devil. A fiendish creature. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: I mean, should we turn it on? I mean...
2: Do we need it right now?
3: We need it to be ready.
2: Well, I mean, maybe we should just, like, check to make sure that it works, and will listen to us.
0: And, uh, Ozzy says, um, or like he acknowledges that this is a thing that probably should be done. Um, however, he uh, would like to run some diagnostics on it first, uh, in case any part of its... Um, any part of its directorial acceptance, uh, like, drives were injured in the city falling on top of it. He doesn't want it to just go berserk uh, and start, like, crushing through everything. Um, yeah, that seems
3: like a great thing to, yeah. to check on. And maybe we should do this in the morning whenever some of us are a bit less t- tapped out
0: yeah uh he will uh he agrees um and uh at that he is actually going to hand the key to you arjan uh and he will say uh he's basically just going to ask for you to hold on to it uh in the meantime mostly because uh he sees that you have that big crossbow on your back Uh, your friend Gwen jumped off of a 350-foot fall and came out okay, and he's worried about falling rocks. So, as far as he is aware, you two are best to hold on to it until things sort of level out, uh, for the best on his- on his end of things anyways.
3: Put it in the bag. Into the bag.
0: Uh, so, entering into a long rest, um... Unless there's anything that anyone wants to do beforehand, uh, I would say that after a period of time, uh, Arjun, you, and Gwen uh, end up finding out about Calum's curious cabin, uh, and if you would like, can spend your evening within the cabin itself. Corey, same thing. Uh, it's it's actually kind of the talk of the uh, talk of the med camp right now is that there was a wizard who's helping out. Uh, Quite a lot, actually. And, like, when you find out who it is, it is of no surprise. Calum's um, never made a mansion before. That's a, that's a new one. But, you know, he's been doing a lot of crazy new things lately. So, really, it's hard to put it past him at this point. But is there anything that you all would like to do before a long rest? And are you spending uh, the night in the cabin?
3: Yeah. Sure. I mean... Arjun wants to talk to Caleb for a little bit. Okay. Hey. Hey. So that's one crisis averted for now. What's the current situation about Amaris?
1: I was able to reach her. And? I think the Raven Queen is holding her but she's safe for now. I can't keep doing this, Arjan. Talk to me. <clears throat> It feels like every time I try to do something, I botch it big time. And it's not only just the times I've gone off (laughs) and elfed off. It's also the times that I've planned, I've researched. I don't want to sound like a child, but it doesn't feel like things are going my way. And it hasn't for a while. I understand. With the Grand Archivist and the Archmage researching into Soul Severance, I was thinking, maybe I use it on myself. out that broken screw-up of myself, and we'll get something a little bit better.
3: Would you like to hear my perspective?
1: Sure.
3: It seems to me like most of these spots of bad luck have always been happening whenever you've tried to do these things on your own. These fantastic plans that you've I clearly put a lot of thought into. But very rarely have asked for our help with. Or even really talk to us before you've made a decision. Quite frankly, what you've just told me, it's. I would hate to see you go through with it. And I'd really wish that that's another thing that you would have talked to the rest of us about because I certainly don't want to lose even part of you.
1: You know, when We went to Chua the first time, and we got all of those magic mishaps out of me. I can still feel them, you know? You never really... ...take out a part of yourself, even if you just... ...destroy everything with magic.
3: I know you, and I know that I am not going to be able to stop you, but I ask that you let us help you. If this is something that you are entirely sure that you want to go through, at least talk to us. I appreciate you telling me this now. I take it you've taken steps
1: to go through with this already. From what Corvain's notes was saying, depending on what the people believe of me, depends on what comes out. It's strange to explain, but there will be a good half and there will be a bad half based on whose perception everyone's not just yours or Gwen's or Corey's it would also be people like Olivier like Alindra Stone Mantle even possibly some random traitor we've come across.
3: What about others?
1: I think the same thing would apply.
3: Others whose perception of the good parts of you or the parts that they can manipulate and use.
1: didn't quite mention that but also we do need to test the spell
3: and you propose to do that on yourself
1: I don't exactly know how to bring up the question to the party. Hey, would you like me to try something on you? It'll split your soul in two.
3: Why does it have to be one of us? Why can't it be a squirrel?
1: I think that'd be a little weird. And inhumane. I think it has something to do with the perception. Of what others see in you. If all we see is just a squirrel, it might not work. I don't even know the scope of this thing yet. I might not even be able to cast it on my own.
3: What was that for? Sorry, D&D Beyond. Dice rolls. <laughs> I just saw a 91 pop
1: up. Oh, that was the sending from earlier. Ah. <clears throat> I thought
3: it popped up. Okay, anyway.
1: anyway. That's the thing with magic and the weave. You don't fully comprehend it even after years of study.
3: How long do you think it will take to research this?
1: That is entirely up to the Archmagi. And how quickly the Grand Arcus can pull out some files. Maybe if I throw in my lot with them, it might speed things up. I could try meditating on it.
3: And this is all so that we can charge headfirst into the Shadowfell, and do this on the
1: queen herself. If you guys are willing to join me,
3: My feelings really haven't changed, I am truly hesitant to have this sort of experimental magic be how we confront the Raven Queen. If it was all right with you and everyone else, I would like to speak to her to ask for uh, to ask for more back. and to see if she would consent to this. I don't expect that conversation to unfavorably, but I would be. Uh, some part of me still thinks very highly of the Raven Queen. I would hate to do something that I'll regret.
1: I. Haven't told you any of the memories that I've seen, have I? In them, the the Raven Queen was radiant. She was an elf, and I can feel that Corvain loved her dearly. Something in me says that this version of the Raven Queen that has had the portfolio of dying and death for this long is not what she was supposed to be. It could be better, Arjan. She could be better. But I agree with you. Try and speak to her first. But I can tell you she's going to try and make a trade and there is only one thing she wants.
3: I know better than to enter into deals.
1: I feel kind of better, actually. Now that I've spoken with you, at least.
3: Good. Anyway, um, It's not going to be, I still need to, to, I guess, talk to talk with everybody else about my goals and it wouldn't be tonight anyway because I still need to clear with my God. My hope is that there's still some part of her that I can, that can be reached.
4: Some part of her that remembers.
1: There is a part of her, Arjan. I think Corey has seen it as well. But just sometimes, I can see who she used to be, struggling inside her current form. have some more things to think about but thanks for the talk
3: um almost immediately I'm going to talk to uh Corey and
0: Gwen Jex uh Corey did you go to the curious cabin or did you stay outside
4: uh I think Corey's gonna stay in her special little garden (laughs) okay
3: immediately i'm going to talk to gwen
2: okay well i mean gwen could have found Corey. She's it's probably it's i can't imagine
4: it's not um obvious at this point like there's just like one piece of rubble that is suddenly very overgrown yeah it's very verdant.
2: <laughs> yeah gwen just climbed up there at some point and as arjan approaches she's like yeah, no, it's this big fucking metal thing like just in the middle, and we're gonna like turn it on tomorrow, so that should be fun. Hopefully I get to fight it. Oh hey, what's up?
3: Blah 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 blah. All all of what just happened. Uh talking about the the split apart and fight your your evil self uh spell. And Arjan planning to talk to the Raven Queen about uh, getting Amaris back and potentially getting her consent to use the spell on her if there is a part of her that can be
2: reached. All right, my immediate question is, why are we meddling with the gods like this again?
3: Because she has Amaris.
2: Yeah, I get, we can get Amaris back, but like, why are we doing this, like, magic that we know nothing about?
3: Because if this works how Calum and I guess Cobain thought it would.
5: we can restore
3: her to a less shady part of herself. I don't know. I'd, hopefully a part of her that would be able to give up Amaris. I don't
4: want to kill the Raven Queen.
2: I don't want to kill the Raven Queen either. That is, that is a no-go for me. Like, Someone that's let's... not gonna happen.
4: I think that's a fundamental misunderstanding that we have here. We don't want to kill the Raven Queen. We want to restore her to what she used to be.
2: How long has she even been like this?
4: Since the Sundering.
2: Which was like thousands of years ago? Yes. Why haven't the gods done anything? I mean, I'm just wondering why we're meddling in something like this when others haven't who are more powerful than us.
4: I think you two are putting a lot more faith in the gods than they necessarily deserve.
2: Which god just flew us in on a dragon to save a civilization? Points to Arjan.
4: Well, don't lump them all in together. I'm um, just
2: saying.
3: Before I even attempted to talk to the Raven Queen, it was a long conversation that I was planning to have with my god. Yeah. Because I, I certainly think- don't want to be punched in the or kicked in the chest by Tiamat
2: right probably not as cool i just i guess my what my well i have many concerns about this but one of my biggest concerns is this spell we don't know anything about it right right. and you said that caleb wanted to test it on himself
4: In the sounds of things he wants to test it on himself before we use it on a goddess.
2: Is anyone else concerned by that notion that's in his mind?
4: Of course I'm concerned about that. Particularly I'm concerned about the reason he wants to test it on himself to begin with. I don't think there's anything wrong with Calum.
3: Well I think that's a conversation that he should have with you.
4: About to be. I don't know how much my words are going to be able to help him,
2: and I don't know how much his words are going to be able to help me.
4: Well, what are your concerns, Gwen?
2: But, but besides what I've already said? meddling with the gods, using a spell that we have no idea what the fuck it does. I'm concerned that Caleb wants to use a spell that he doesn't know how to do on himself to split his soul in two? Like, this is big shit. And and not only that, maybe the other gods actually want the Raven Queen like this. Like, if she's been like this for thousands of years and nobody's done anything about it, why is that?
3: This is what I've told Calum. That whenever he does these sorts of plans, sorry sorry to speak of him whenever he's not here. That whenever he does these sort of plans, it would be he there's much less opportunity for things to go as bad as they have been if we are all involved in them and are all able to help. Right. Or at least figure out what's going on. That's what I want to do. I want to talk to my god. I want to talk to the Raven Queen. I want to see how everybody feels about this. All right. And if the conversation with the Raven Queen badly, then look, we're going to get a Mars.
2: Right. I'm not look, I again, I'm okay with going to get a Mars. I am not okay with meddling in the bigger things. If we figure, like, if we, okay, if this is a mystery and it needs to be solved at the end, I need all of the clues before we can solve the mystery. I can't be given, like, okay, this is what we need. And then, like, you're, you're right. We need to talk about it. We need to figure out everything first before we go into it. Because if 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 you just, if any of you just come to me and say, hey, I found this gun, I don't know how it works, but I want to shoot someone with it, like my first thought is not like, yes, that sounds like a good idea, it's uh, uh, where the fuck did you get a gun, and uh, how does it work, where did the gunpowder come from, you know, all this shit.
4: I understand where you're coming from, Gwen. There's just one more thing. Oh, I thought I could do it without breaking <laughs> character. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just—I looked up and I saw Stephen, and it broke me. Corey ah. Lumbo. <laughs> just one more thing. Um, the Raven Queen is a fairly new goddess, as far as the world is concerned. Everything worked fine before her. And it will work fine long after her. These things have a way of balancing themselves out.
2: Okay, but again, my people worship her. So avoiding killing her is like one of my big you know
0: my one of my that. first
2: things as big things as a chieftain can't be like, oh sorry, killed your god. Right. No, we're not killing her. We're
4: healing her. Gwen, you haven't seen her.
2: I kind
3: of saw her. Right? Yeah, we saw her face from a swarm of berries here. You weren't there. Hmm? You were there? That was, in-
4: okay. was in the tent. We were, we were all there, right? Okay. She showed up and she was all like, Ah, Corey, our business is done. Uh, Which I have a Knights in the Courtyard about. I've already written it down. We'll do that later. Okay. Um, I know you've only seen her for a brief moment. I can only describe... (sighs) She's hurting. Every moment for her is agony. Agony. I only want to heal a tortured soul and right a wrong that was done long ago. And she's been waiting for too long for this to happen.
2: Look, I get that. And I get that's what you want to do. And I'm not going to stop you. Unless you're going to try to kill her, then I'm going to try and stop you. But I'm not going to participate just because you said you guys are going to do it.
3: Right. You're right. Before we make any moves on this plan, we need to get a shit ton of information. Right. We have theories. Well, we have Corvain's theory. We... We have some assumptions. I want to help do this in a way that isn't gonna blow up in anybody's face. Least of all the Raven Queens. Yeah. So that's well- so that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna try to
4: do. Well, then let's take this one step at a time. What about this ritual that Calum is considering?
3: Right now, uh, two other magisters are going over the notes and... uh, seeing how it can be done. I'm sure they will have more information at the end of this. Does
2: it bother either of you that Calum is willing to take the word of a person yes he was but also has never met over our opinions like he's just willing to like fully jump into this with or without us sort of thing
3: if you can't trust yourself then who can you trust
2: but it's not him I mean like Corey's past lives aren't her I mean, they are, but, like, they're not the same.
3: I guess you're right, because I certainly couldn't trust my past life.
2: Yeah. Tarlane's fucking a dick.
4: I suppose I can't really say anything about that. Corey's gonna hop down from the platform, uh... Uh, of the empty statue.
2: Well, I'm not against getting more information.
4: Then that's where we should begin.
2: Definitely.
3: That's as far as we'll go for now.
2: Good. I can try to talk to the Tempest, but I mean, he's never actually talked to me. I would like his opinion, if he's willing to give it.
4: That being said, I've been meditating on ways of acquiring information. without the permission of the gods, necessarily.
3: You're saying that in a way that makes me very concerned.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Like, you seem to be dancing around information. Mm.
4: Sorry, I'll try to be more clear. I am... seemingly, for now inexorably tied to Shah. and I am looking into ways to access her resources with out her knowledge.
2: Leans over to Arjan. that means she can't be untied from Shah, right?
3: Inexorable would mean that yes. Okay, cool. <clears throat>
2: So you're, like, you're going to, like, sneak in information without her knowing? Or sneak out information without her knowing? Yes, that's
4: generally what I'm intending to do. Is it night by now?
0: I would say it's getting pretty close to nightfall. Like, if night has not arrived already. It's also, like, towards the later months, like, the mid-months of winter, so it is, you know...
4: If there's any amount of darkness in this grove, uh before speaking about Shar, uh Cory would
0: cast daylight. Yeah. Uh so there is definitely a daylight spell that's up.
3: You're trying to get secrets from the golf secrets. Secretly. Is
2: that possible?
4: good question i don't know seems like we're trying to do a lot of impossible things lately
2: i just want to make sure my people are okay and like that the world doesn't end that's all i want seems pretty possible from what we've done but
4: yes just for clarity's sake It's what's been bouncing around in my head as of late.
3: And you also didn't want to talk to us about this?
2: I hadn't thought of it until now. Thought of the plan, not talking to us about it, right? Well, uh, the Shah thing. Solid, okay. As long as we're sharing things. Arjan, is there anything you want to share with the class while we're uh-
3: i was going to talk to my god about talking to another god.
2: no i know i know that, that, that already was, i'm just saying was, since we're that's we're my all secret it out. plan yeah right
3: that has the greatest potential of backfiring in my face but
2: oh that
4: is a very big cabin oh, oh like yeah, Caleb while, made it. you. yeah <laughs> huh if you want to talk to your god uh, the grove is open to you
2: is it stormy out tonight at all
0: (laughs) it is not it's not like there is cloud cover but i wouldn't say like you're getting ready for a torrential downpour
2: uh do do either of you guys know how to like conjure a storm
4: no. What purpose?
2: I feel like if I get maybe like struck by lightning, it might give me a better connection to my god.
3: I, I want to react <laughs> poorly to that, but then again I also stood point blank within an ancient dragon's fire.
4: I can make that happen. But I don't know if that's the best idea, Gwen. No, I mean,
2: I mean like not like what you do on the ground, I mean like actually summon a storm.
4: I mean, (laughs) that just seems like zapping you with a lightning bolt, but with extra steps. If it comes from me, is it really?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, he's the god of storms, so, like, you can't just, like, throw a lightning bolt at me and it's the same thing.
4: I mean, but if it's my storm versus his storm.
2: I guess that's true. All right, I'm going to go play my flute in the field and see if it helps. Or I guess (laughs) and she looks around and she's like, on, on that pile of rubble.
3: Good good talk, everybody.
2: Yeah, thank you for letting us know Arjan and Corey, thank you for letting us know your plan as well. Of course. <sighs> uh, also don't Corey, just make up a plan first before you like try to execute it and chat with us before you try and sneak stuff from Shar. Who I'm sure already knows that you're trying to sneak stuff from her because that's how she works, right?
4: (laughs) I've learned my lesson too many times. I will always talk to you before acting.
2: I appreciate that.
4: Uh, The light will last for about an hour. After that, beware. She listens from the shadows.
2: And then
4: (laughs) a branch like she she's like pushed back a branch to talk to you guys and then she like lets it swoop in front of her
0: just Homer Simpson into the bushes yeah. <sighs>
4: yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she's gonna go and try and find Calum okay
1: yeah
0: I mean it's Calum's Med- mansion
1: somewhere. he's not inside of it he'd probably be outside of it alright You find
4: him. What are you what are you doing outside of your c- cabin? Chop
1: Chopping cross. wood. <laughs> Chopping fucking wood. Sh-
2: <laughs> shirt shirtless, off shirtless. <laughs> yeah, yes. His but he's like he has to hit it at least twice before it breaks. And <laughs> <laughs> he's got a very small pile going so far. Salem
1: has a positive strength. You all forget this. <laughs> Boy's ripped. No, he's trying to meditate right now.
4: All right. (laughs) Caleb? Yeah. I heard about the ritual. You're
1: going to have to be a bit more specific. Which part?
4: Uh, The fact that you want to cast it on yourself. Right. What part of you, exactly, do you think needs removing?
1: I don't know. Honestly, we'll find out when it works.
4: Well. I just want you to know that I don't think there's anything wrong with you.
1: Do you know what Lina Diedrich Whitehall used to call me?
4: Something very unkind.
1: Sabrok, Dwarvish meaning broken. Sometimes that feels like he's right. Something inside me is broken. There are emotions I should feel when things happen, but they don't happen. There are times when i know something will work but there's just a bit of doubt and it doesn't work and all of a sudden hey that's my fault too i know all of you care And you all say that there's nothing wrong with me, but deep down I know something is. And until I can shake that, I don't think I can do my best. All right. <clears throat> By the way, I was thinking about the soul severance thing. If it does work on me, would you want it used on you? Why exactly? Just might break your bond to Char.
4: I think that you have a very black-and-white idea of what is going on inside any given person. It's not just two pieces of a whole, it's a lot more complicated than that. I don't know if I could handle being unraveled again. That's fair. But if you find a way to change one's name, that might be something I'd be interested in.
1: Well, there was one mention when the ritual was used on a ranger, they took up a new name. Truly. like look into it more.
4: Mm. That is one thing. We're supposed to look into things more. Tea meeting? Perhaps in the morning. Mm. They're busy with communing of their own.
1: Steven, has four hours gone by
0: could I have taken an elven short rest or long uh, rest? this is in like hour two. <clears throat> okay. Man, yeah. You will have to you will have to long rest with everybody else. I do apologize. That's
1: fine. Uh I would so. like to paint a picture at the end of a four hour long rest. Yeah, that's fine. It's a
0: light activity. Um so Arshan. You are attempting to commune with Tiamat. Yeah. Yeah, um, What is it that you are, that you are posing as your question to her as part of the prayer?
3: One crisis averted and a lot of people saved and a lot of people holding you in much higher regard than they did before. But now I... I need to seek something else, and I think you may have... thoughts, ideas, feelings. I need to know. need to know before i do something rash
0: i feel like there was a near the place where you were near the garden that there would be a ever burning torch uh that's sort of just been left um as like part of a sconce that has been broken as uh inside of a building but you just see that it goes from its standard Flaming colors to then showcasing the spectrum of Tiamat's colors, showing that your goddess is listening.
3: The Raven Queen has one of ours. I need to speak with her. Well, I would very much like to speak with her to see if we can get her back. And the only leverage that we have is that we may have found a way to restore her. I just need to know if I'm being foolish.
0: The response that you get is five voices is one. And it says, your curiosities are anything but foolish. She was incredibly powerful as a mortal and even more powerful so as a member of the Divine. If you are looking to take back what she has claimed as hers, you must be ready to offer her something, or be willing to take it by force. If it is Maris, you must be willing to trade something large. Something irreplaceable. For irreplaceable is what the child is to her.
5: This...
3: theorized magic, this... A potential end to uh, her fracturedness you don't think that would you don't think that would be leveraged enough
0: leverage for one a threat to the other there is still there is still someone trapped inside the original queen who she was before the sundering my guess our guess is that she would like her freedom In the same way, the goddess as she is now would like to be fixed, but in a way that truly removes who she was before so she could embrace all that she is now, so that even she forgets who she was.
3: If either wins,
0: that is a question that I do not know the answer to. Magic like this. Has not been seen in over a millennia. Nor has it ever been used on one such as her. But it has
3: been used before. Correct. If I go to,
5: uh... Is there
3: a chance that I can get out to... See reason. I don't have the force of will of your other children. But can I make her understand?
0: To reason with a goddess of two minds when they are not seeing the same picture, will be an uphill struggle. That is why many refuse to deal with us. If you have something whether it be information, a memory, boon, something she desires more than her own kin, you would be able to reason with her in some aspect. Thank you for your counsel. And the flames flare. And the. Ex- I'm sleepy. <laughs> it's been a day. Uh, meanwhile, on a grassy knoll outside of the city, Gwen is playing her flutes, doing her heckin' best uh, to to contact yeah. a god who has. Up until this point, only ever responded the once, and it was out of spite. Uh yep. So, Gwen, make a religion check.
2: Okay. That's a 14!
0: 14?
2: I have a minus one!
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so while you are playing your flute with a 14, as the song stops, you feel. You feel like there is. Almost like the sea is beckoning to you.
2: The sea? The sea sea? Yes. The, the water ocean. sea?
0: And you know, you're maybe roughly about like a two hour walk away from the shoreline.
2: I mean, she ain't got shit else to do. She will. I guess pack up her bag and start walking.
0: Yeah. Uh, and after about two hours or so, you make it to the coastline. Um, uh, would it be... It'd be closer, for to like 45 minutes, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about the geography of where you would be. So mm-hmm. after about 45 minutes, uh, you reach this place and... You are at the edge of the ocean looking out over the sea. And looking down, you see that there is a there's like a a protrusion a protruding series of rocks mm-hmm. that extend off of the coastline. Um they don't go out very far. And as you descend further down, um, and actually reach these protrusions, you kind of have to hop from rock to rock to rock. It's really not that difficult because whoo wee you're so fucking strong. Look at all them athletics. Your passive athletics is like, what, like fucking 16 or some bullshit? Probably more than that. Uh, I mean, it's 10. <laughs> what? Do you have a, a plus? Oh, my
2: passive pr-
0: You're You have what? a plus 10 to athletics? Yeah. Yeah, you have a passive athletics of 20. Uh... So, without having to try and roll for athletics, like, jumping from boulder to boulder, no problem. Does not phase you at all. Mm-hmm. And you manage to get out to this rocky outcropping that the waves are sort of crashing over. And you see this stone structure. Uh, maybe about, like, five feet tall. It's not very big. um, But it just seems to have uh several charms on it. Uh, you can see that there are, um, like, seashell charms that have been placed hmm. on it. Uh, others are, like, nice rocks, that sort of thing. Uh, but there is... Uh, it's almost like, like there are slight pools that have formed in the rock faces themselves. And you can see that there's coinage and other tokens and other such things that have sort of been placed there. Um, and you feel like uh, looking at this stone pillar... That there is not necessarily a sense of familiarity in that you have seen this place before, but you know that this is almost a holy place. Like, okay, whereas, uh, like, just to be Calum clear, has this a is... temple, Cory right. has like other shrines. Like, this seems like it would also be a shrine,
2: okay. Um, out of LB's curiosity, this isn't a shrine to Umberly, right?
0: You can make a religion check. <laughs>
2: oh God. Okay. Uh, yes, I will do this. That's three. a three.
0: This could prop. This looks like a temple to Tempest. Like, looks like one of those things.
2: Fucking okay, goddamn it.
0: Uh, like, there's yeah. his symbols are there. There's, like, some other symbols there, too. But, like, his are yeah. there.
2: Uh, she will... She will, uh... She'll take out her four gold from her pockets. And, uh, put them in the... In the water, I guess. Okay. Where the other coins seem to be.
0: Alright. And as you do this... Um... You had been asking for storm clouds previously, Mm -hmm. and as the coins land into this small bowl, it seems like high tide is coming, and high tide is coming a little bit quicker than you had initially anticipated. The clouds above do begin to sort of coalesce into a more stormy outlook, and you hear the rumble of thunder off in the distance and the rest of you in town where it was a relatively fine looking night sky all things considered start seeing these storm clouds begin to gather off in the distance maybe about mm, a mile or two away from the city and you also hear that rumble of thunder that is where we're going to call it for tonight's session so i'd like to say Thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for the start of a brand new arc for the Four Keeps. Level 16, it's going to be wild if tonight's rolls have led me to believe anything. I'm having a great time with it, but I always have a great time whenever these people are on the show. Speaking of, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey everybody, I'm RJ. You can catch
1: me at rjustice 2 2 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my friends. You can catch me here on Mondays as Calum Shatterkai, Wizard. Uh, we're back on GGK. Is it Elegant Magics Week? I'll figure it
2: I out.
1: I believe It's always so. Elegant
2: Magic Weeks. You've oh, been yeah, off right. for
1: a month, right? So, fun fact about GGK, every Thursday now is Elegant Magics Week. We've gone from bi-weekly to weekly. Uh, so you can catch me over there as, oh, I was about to say Theophilus Wilmont. No, Jarvis Hawk. Um, he just sold out his brother to the Inquisition, who's a werewolf. Um, <laughs> uh, Saturday is, uh, over at GGK again, where we're playing um, Princess of the Apocalypse. It might be our final episode, actually. Afterwards, we're gonna be doing some, some fun stuff with Mistborn. Um, the RPG. And finally, some days you can catch me over at the Hype Goblins channel, where I play Roland Granbrook. Uh, he's an Asimar now, a uh, sorcerer cleric. They're about to have a casino heist. dot
2: Hello everybody, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters and the Twitches, where I, I tweet when I'm live. Uh, sometimes I tweet other things, but I will be live next tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon, not in the morning. Uh, playing Dead by Daylight, the new Resident Evil stuff's coming out nice. tomorrow. Uh, so we're gonna play some of that. Uh, I'm gonna get to be uh, the, the, the new guy, Next, Nexus, Nexus, Nemesis. Nemesis. Oh, Nemesis. You don't get to play I... as
0: Big Lady,
1: no? No, no. it's, no, it's Leon Claire and Nemesis, oh, okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, okay. Leon Jill, Leon Jill. Sorry, yeah, they Uh, so I'm gonna
2: be. I'm probably going to play as Nemesis for a while, uh, try it out, and then play as the Survivors uh, since I'm going to get the pack anyways, might as well. Uh, And then I'll be live on GGK with Wings and Tyler, and we're going to have our uh, masks game where everyone's going to the winter, the spring formal, the spring formal. Uh, And we're all going to dress up, right Wings? Yes, we are. (laughs) And for everything else, check my schedule. Uh, Playthings of the Gods on Sunday is amping up. Uh, We'll have a special guest next week, which will be Tyler. uh, And he is going to play a very special character. Uh, We have two people who still need to be claimed by gods. And neither of them know who it is yet. So that's exciting. Today, Keener.com. Hi.
3: I'm Cyber. You can catch me over at twitch.tv slash cyberworld201. But right now we are playing Minecraft. Uh, I don't know how to play Minecraft, and I lost all of my progress, so now I'm trying to learn it again. So uh, that's fun. Uh, archives that are on YouTube—it's not the same YouTube. youtubecom Total one because I want to do new stuff there, uh, and you can you start to kind of see that because I'm doing a little bit of a rebrand everywhere. Uh, I mean, not changing my names or anything. It's just we have new art arse grief um uh, i actually did lose my house but like lost as in i don't know where it is <laughs> um but yeah uh for rpg stuff uh, well first off jabron tv every saturday uh episode of pokemon is coming out that i edited so that's fun we still have a couple more weeks of that i still need to edit one more episode and then something else is going to happen. But that's a surprise. That's a surprise tool that you'll see later. But I edited it all. And it's great. Um, for other RPG stuff. I'm here on Mondays. I also just put another uh thing on my Patreon. It is uh, a whole bunch of form-fillable character sheets from the Urban Shadow 2nd Edition kit- uh, quick start rules. Why would I make all that? Why would I make a whole bunch of things for a new game system if I wasn't preparing to run it potentially on a stream. I don't know. Maybe you should check my Twitter for that. It's twitter.com at cyberwolf1201. Maybe I'll have more things to talk about pretty soon. denateganery.com
4: and speaking of Denakeener.com, hi everybody, I'm Denae Keener. You can find me at Denakeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me at Denae Keener on Twitter uh, or at Flailing Wings also on Twitter, which is my shitpost place. Um, you can find my schedule on Twitter, uh, all the things that I'm up to, uh, so check that out. Denakeener.com.
0: And I am the Indoor Adventurer, and if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash IndoorAdventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, and we are also available anywhere audio casts are made available for free, but Speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called "Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us on that Patreon. The link is in the description or in the Twitch chat off to the side and also in the description link down below. Hey, it's a fun time, check it out You also get to hang out with the cast AstroBetic, I'm so sorry we are doing our sign-offs right as you raided us uh, Thank you for the raid That's really kind Just, man Shoo uh, Shooey uh, But yes, we are going to be heading off into that after show So I'd like to say once again Thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by Thank you to these incredible players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week And we'll see all of you guys next time Alright everybody, Bye bye
5: I'll